episode of Building Families in the Faith. I'm Brian Johnson. This is my lovely wife, Rebecca Johnson, and we're glad that you're with us here again today. Uh, we're going to start off or continue, whatever, uh, talking about child rearing. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> but before that, we know very well, most of us have it memorized, Ephesians 6.1, uh, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. And it's, of course, there in the New Testament, but that was actually uh, repeat or um, quoting from the Old Testament. That's one of the things that was in the law, book of the, books of the law of Moses and God giving through Moses to the people. And it's, it's something that's key in, in all that we do with our child rearing uh, is, is obedience. And, of course, we've already hit on that and taught on that. Um, but we're going to continue talking about our child rearing a little bit more in the, once they're getting into their the crawling stages yeah, and, and crawling that kind of aspect. Tootly toddling about. Mm -hmm. yep. So um, we've talked a lot about your infant, your newborn, but it doesn't take long, as any mother will tell you, for that child to start rolling and to start crawling. And once they crawl, well, it's just a whole new ball game because before long they'll start pulling up and then they'll start walking and that's the stage we want to talk about because a lot of new things are going to come into play when you have that infant that newborn um they nurse they burp it's it's pretty simple but as they get older uh-huh then we start to have that personality really come out not that there isn't a personality in a newborn but not quite like there is in a toddler and a crawler and a toddler. So let's talk about some guidelines that will just really kind of help facilitate this new glorious age. Um, so as they get into the stage, their personality comes out in mass and their sin nature really, really shows up at this point. And so there's some things that we'd like to give you that can help, can help you have an easier time of it. So, here we go. There's a couple of things that I would maybe consider a rule and, and some that are a little bit more helpful guidelines to get you through the rules. And the rule would be no disobedience. No There's, disobedience. And, and we've, when we talk about uh, obedience, uh, it's, of course, uh, complete, uh, immediate, complete, and with a good attitude. And at this continuing at this point as a toddler, you're you're not taking things away from them so they mm -hmm. can't. Remember, mm -hmm. we need to train them to obey, and not just not be able to disobey. There's a, there's a big difference here, and, and, yes. and people don't understand <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> so you need to train them to to obey. And there's there's like my wife said, there's no excuse. Uh, if you tell them to do something, um, they they need to do it immediately. Uh, completely and, and with a good attitude and, and if you don't teach them at this point uh, the older they get the harder it will be for them for mm -hmm. you to train them for you to teach mm -hmm. them to obey um, you're not necessarily at this point giving them all the reasons mm -hmm. in fact you're not giving them any of yeah, the reasons they, right now they don't uh, you're it. not you're not <laughs> teaching them the principles right now you might state it here and there so it starts to sink in but this is not the time to to be iterating that right now it's just the obey and force them to obey and discipline them if they don't obey and, and, and keep on mm -hmm. uh, reiterating that and as we go through this i'm, I'm going to be very consistent i hope <laughs> uh, to remind you of your consistency 
You right. need to be consistent. And if you're not consistent, um, they will learn quickly uh, your your tells mm -hmm. of of when they can yeah. and when they cannot. Kids are better poker players than us. Yes. <laughs> yes. They will know very well if they you're serious poker, about right. it or not. And so you need to learn to be very serious yes. about uh, yes. this this rule. This this is um, uh, some of these principles that we give are, are principles out of the Bible, but this one is clearly <laughs> children obey your parents. Um, <laughs> And so we, we definitely need to consistently t teach them and uh, demand this of them. And there's, like a, like she said, no excuse. Right. No excuse. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to do the two basic rules that everything else, the principles are all based off of the guidelines. Okay. So the first one, and we're going to get to how to. Okay. So don't panic. The first one is no disobedience, no excuses. And the second one is if you whine you do not get it. Now that's also a biblical principle because God is very clear with the children of Israel and over and over, he doesn't like complaining. The, so that's a biblical one. The biggest the biggest thing that the Israelites, you, you see them over and over and over again complaining and whining and complaining and whining. And they didn't get into the, the promised land because of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so God is very, uh, he's mm. more of a stickler than I am. <laughs> <laughs> And he does hate whining. He wants you to obey right away. And part of that obedience is, like we said, with a good attitude. Therefore, that whining is not accepted. And right here at this age is when they're going to really start oh, pushing yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> as they get older, we get tired of it. And we do accept it, unfortunately, still at the older ages. But at this point, uh, most parents definitely let kids get away with whining and, mm -hmm. and give them their way and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And that is not biblical. And that, that is detrimental to your future uh, to their future um, and so we, we definitely want to establish early on very 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 early on uh, the obedience and the the no whining aspect of child rearing child discipline yes. child education now okay let's let's get it down to some practical things these kind of fall into it like a pitfall bit um, where a lot of parents make some dreadful mistakes and it starts right here with your crawlers and toddlers and here's why okay we're going to start with the the kicker you eat everything you're given mm -hmm. okay that's an obedience issue right and it's also a whining issue it's both okay so you eat everything you're given now here's why this comes into play now if you're a first-time mother this is about the time that baby now need something more than just your milk, okay? Very quickly, ladies, if you're first time into this, now if you're an experienced mom, you're like, oh yeah, I, I got that. But first time moms will be surprised that already at, good grief, Arson's three months old yeah. when he needed bananas to mm. <laughs> supplement my milk. Um, so about three, four months old, your milk will not suffice anymore. You figure this out because they no longer sleep through the night if they had been. And there's different signs um, where they're eating more often. And that means it's just not enough. It's time to move on. And that's okay. That's, that's how God planned it. And so then you begin to introduce food. Now, I do understand food allergies. So when you introduce food, um, Doctors and pediatricians and things tell you introduce one thing at a time. I'm afraid I was not that good at that. Um, but I did stick to fruits and vegetables. Um, whatever we were eating, I would blend it up in the baby grinder and that's what they would eat. But don't put in 
obvious food allergens that already exist in your family. Right. So if you're a first-time mom and you've never done this, this is not the time to throw in peanuts if, you know, your brother is deathly allergic to peanuts, okay? So think it through, ladies. <laughs> but, um, and you, and frankly here, it's cheaper to make it at home. That's just a little side note. You don't need to buy those jars. That's very expensive. Right. But all that to say, now we're beginning. Now you're switching from a full milk diet to fruits and vegetables. Babies will always prefer fruit because of the sugar, the natural sugar in fruit, than they will vegetables. Does that mean you don't give them vegetables? No. They eat everything they are given. End of story. And as a parent, you don't just give them certain things either. Yes. Um, obviously, I mean, like my wife said, you, you're wise about what you give them. But you do give them things that, that uh, like peas and things that we have, uh, you know, if you say a certain vegetable, automatically as a child, we think, okay, that child's not going to like that. Well, that's that's fine. That's, that's good. I mean, that's not a problem that they don't like it. But it's an excellent tool now for us to teach them. Yes that life is not about what you like. Life is about doing things that's right and proper, and we obey God because He tells us to, and therefore the kid needs to learn to obey you because we tell them to. Now we know that spinach, and we know that peas, and we know that all these other things that normally uh, we associate the kids hate these things, uh, we know that it's very healthy for them. And so we will implement this into their diet. No, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. Um, but we will implement it into their diet, and yes, they will have to eat it. Now, this is going to sound brutal, but it really <laughs> isn't, okay? By not controlling their food as a very young child, you are contributing to their bad health as an adult. Yes. Understand, parent, that when you do not make them eat what they are given and let them hold out. And as they get a little bit older into toddler age, they're gonna figure it out. Mm -hmm. If I throw a tantrum now, if I refuse to eat now, mom's gonna panic and give me what I want in 20 minutes. I can hold out for 20 minutes. If I spit and, it out, it's fine. It'll never come back in my yeah, mouth. Mom is too stupid to realize that I know what I'm doing and I'm holding out for the pizza and stuff that I don't need. And we've seen this over and over and over again. These young children become extremely obese they have much higher Health chances issues, for child di diabetes, diabetes bad teeth stuff, yeah. so it isn't funny it isn't funny you need to feed them so when you have that toddler when you have that crawler we're talking right now three four months old they're starting they spit it out scoop it back up put it in their mouth and i'm not joking put your hand over their mouth not over their nose, they can still breathe. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying suffocate them, I'm saying gently but firmly put your hand over their mouth and make them swallow it. Mm -hmm. They need to learn to eat correctly. And do not introduce at this point junk food. Yes. Don't give them ice cream and pop and candy. And yeah. They don't need that. You don't need that. You're just, you're just making <laughs> so, it harder for yourself by giving them all these things yes. that is, is trash for them. First of all, you're destroying their health. Right. But you're also making it harder for you to, to establish because this is the time that you establish that they eat everything. Once it's established, they learn that that's what they're supposed to do and they'll do it automatically and you don't, you don't have to work at it. Right. But at this point, if you're giving them junk food, if you're giving them candy and, and chocolates and all this kind of stuff and you're trying to give them peas at the same time, uh, it's going to be so Good much luck. work for you. I mean, you'll... you'll you, you maybe can do it. I don't know. Um, we didn't try it that way, but <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen throughout yeah. throughout our life, we've seen people, and it doesn't work. 
they will always go for the cookies. Yes. Yes. You don't need to be buying packaged cookies, packaged chips, none of that. You don't need to buy that for your child. There is no need for that to be in their diet. There's really no need for that to be in their diet at any point. Mm -hmm. That should be a very rare and special treat for occasions, and we'll tell you when those are. So a lot of this <laughs> principle around this obedience is going to center around the dinner table. Um, there's going to be a few other spots, obviously, and we're going to talk about that. But the dinner table at this stage is one of your biggest training tools. You're establishing a pattern for the rest of their life. Your, your meals are very consistent. <laughs> yes. So if you can be consistent with your training with the meals, then you're consistent with your training. Yeah. And so it's, a, it's an excellent way to, to already learn the consistency, to, to get into the process, and the kids learn the consistency and, and, and all this. So, so the, the meal time and the food time and, and all this is a very, very wonderful tool that God yes. has given us yes. to be able to train our kids. Uh, to obey completely and right away and part of that is eating all the, all the food they're given uh every, every kind of food they're given uh of course not whining about the food they're given right and, and all these other things so the the dinner table will help us and down the road we'll, we'll teach them etiquette uh, uh not eating with their mouth open all those kind of things so our meal time is a is a thing that's always is there all the time and so it makes it an easy spot right for us to train our kids and down the road, we'll give you other other tips about other ages. But uh, this is a wonderful thing that you can do. But you need to be consistent again uh, yes. with with all of this. Now, about the table, let's let's talk about another issue at the table. Your child needs to learn to sit down. Um, one of the biggest issues we're seeing today is that children graze like cattle, um, and that isn't good. Meal time, you need to come together and you need to sit down. You need to sit as a family and you need to eat together at the table. Back in the day, we used high chairs. It was great. They were contained. <laughs> but unfortunately, as we've gone on, people are all concerned about their space and they feel they're too bulky and kids are just running wild. And that is not an acceptable behavior. It's not good for them. It's not healthy. When you have mealtime, your child needs to sit down and stay seated eating until they are dismissed from the table. They don't choose when to get up. You choose. You're the parent, not them. So let's go back. This goes back into the scheduling portion. Um, if they're grazing, if they're running back and forth, you don't you don't know when that food's going to be done, when that plate's going to be empty. Uh, you're, you're cleaning the dishes is going to be always different, and and you're going to lose a lot of time. Uh, plus, of course, we're trying to develop character in the child. Mm -hmm. And so uh, part of that character development is by being able to sit still. And I know at the table they're not sitting still, but uh, being able to sit uh, um, without having to get up. And this is going to be, this is also a training tool for church in the future. Right. So mm -hmm. everything, everything you're doing, you're, you're always building upon the, 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 the principles that you're building on right now. Or, right. or they're going to be used for future things that you'll be teaching. And, and the more you get in now, the better you get it in now the easier it will be in the future. Yes. So think about your portions. Um, that is another issue we've seen. That's kind of a pitfall of parenting. Uh, do understand that children of different ages eat different amounts of food. The smaller they are, the smaller the portion should be. Start small. There's no problem with giving seconds. Mm -hmm. But don't... I, one of the issues we've seen is that parents have no clue. They dish up the same amount for everyone, including the adults, 
and the little child of one years old cannot consume what an adult can consume and so then the child never finishes their meal and they've formed a habit that is going to be very detrimental grazing is detrimental <clears throat> not learning to sit and participate with the people around the table it won't kill your child to sit there two seconds longer after they finish their meal guys that's not that big of an issue they can handle it so you put on the on their plate um, what you want them to eat what they have to eat and then they can get seconds of whatever but the part of, part of this is helping you save money too if you're throwing up if you're throwing away leftovers I mean throwing away what the kid doesn't eat every day you're, you're wasting a lot of money and you're not being frugal with God's what God has given you and as as you give them the right portions uh, then you can enforce this you eat everything you're given if you don't give them the right portions you can't enforce that because you're, right. you're giving them too much to eat and by forcing it down their throat uh, quantities above what they can eat um, you're, you're obviously not helping them either so learn the portions for each child uh, uh, um, each age you know of course this is by trial and error you don't um, you, you go there and, right yeah, at the beginning right you give it to them and and like my wife said uh, what you want to do is give them the smaller if you don't know yet you give them a smaller first portion because you want them to eat everything that's on their plate yeah. so never give them above and beyond what they can eat give them less maybe and then add to it later but um, you want that enforced in their mind uh, eat everything that's on your plate eat everything that you're given and like he said so if there is a food group that you know they don't like it doesn't mean they don't get it they get it and you give it to them and you don't make a bargain with them well just uh, you're gonna hear it as they get older and can talk more I, I don't like that and what does most what do most parents say well just eat one no <laughs> you decide you put maybe it I'm gonna use broccoli it just came to my mind um, so you put a broccoli on their plate and they don't like broccoli and you've put three broccoli you don't bargain with them they eat all three broccoli that's not optional mm -hmm. it's just that they don't have to take seconds on the broccoli right. now when they're little and they don't speak yet they're not going to tell you I don't like they're going to just go Bleh, and spit it right out you know not an option you scoop it up shove it in put your hand over their mouth and make them swallow this prevents problems in the future but also keep them at the table <clears throat> the really big issue here is this idea of kids running around like crazy the entire meal time. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is very disruptive to the meal. You can't have guests over. It's very disruptive to your guests. God forbid you should go out to eat. You are the obnoxious <laughs> people nobody wants to be by because your horrid children are screaming and running around the whole time. And it isn't right children need to learn to sit down and it's really a big pitfall and problem we're seeing today make your child sit down be quiet and eat they won't die they can handle this and even in, in when you go out to picnics and things like this keep it keep it structured it's time to eat now not right 20 minutes from now not an hour from now it's time to eat now it's time to finish eating now so you start you eat you finish and then um, you play and then you play um, so it's it's a structure and, and you're developing character uh, one mm -hmm. one of the many things actually you're doing right mm -hmm. now is you're developing character in the child. Uh, finish what you start, mm -hmm. and that's something that we see very lacking in our society today. No one finishes what they start. You start right. something, you don't like it, you quit. Uh, how many instruments did you throw away because uh, the kids started and you didn't continue? Uh, and that's a lot of money that you're throwing down the drain because you didn't teach them the character of finishing what you start. 
Um, so it's, it's, there's a lot of these things sound silly sometimes to people who don't understand all the principles mm -hmm. behind it. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to go into all the details of all the principles that are backing. Uh, we'll give you some of them every so often. But all these things have principles behind them, have things that we're trying to establish in the child uh, so that he can be a better, yes, citizen, but much more than a better citizen, a better Christian. Yes. Uh, a Christian who, who loves the Lord and who wants to serve the Lord and who obeys the Lord and doesn't whine against the Lord. Absolutely. So as our time comes to a close today, our two basic ideal rules here are no disobedience, no excuses, and if you whine, you don't get it. Now, today, everything centered around the table and the meals because a lot of our training can happen right there at the yes. table. And it's a whole lot easier to train right there. We're going to talk about more of these toddler moments. Um, we're going to teach you how to get through the toddler, the crawling and toddler years. And so there's a lot more to come. Keep those two really simple basic rules in your mind. Those are biblically based. Um, and then the rest are just ideas and guidelines that we have found has really, really helped us through the years. So. If you have any questions, uh, please feel free to contact us via our emails or on the spots below here. And we'd love to be able to help you in any questions you have. Uh, join us again next time for Building Families in the Faith. God bless.